Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're looking for your next new truck, trust Rush Truck Centers, the nation's largest commercial vehicle dealer network. Rush Truck Centers has trucks in stock throughout the country, including heavy, medium, and light-duty work vehicles. Plus, they offer a wide range of programs that help coordinate, monitor, and expedite vehicle service and repairs throughout their qualified service facilities. Check out their online inventory today at RushTruckCenters.com. That's RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Please speak to your Rush Truck Centers representative for further details. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. I'm Griff. And I'm Will. And in today's episode, we're going to be covering the NBA, NCAA basketball. Both national championships have been wrapped up, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We have NHL power rankings, MLB, and the Masters. But... Before we start this episode, I just want to talk a little bit about the Jimmy Fund and their rally against cancer. Uh, inside the five, we are doing a little fundraiser to support the Jimmy Fund and their rally against cancer. We're looking for a goal. We don't really have a goal, um, but we've raised a good amount so far. So if you would like to donate, make sure to check us out on our socials at Inside the Five Pod. Uh, you could also email us uh, inside the five pod at gmail.com. Um, and if not, retweet, repost, spread the love. You don't have to donate, obviously. Um, but yeah, Will, we ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. 67 points with 645 remaining. Tatum drives down. So he finishes it and he goes right up to it off uh, with some NBA. Uh, we only have a little bit over a month of the season, Will. So let's run down. Let's give a little rundown of the Celtics season so far. Um, so, so far, uh, regular season's ending in a month. The Celtics are 25 and 26. Uh, they lost to the 76ers last night, 106 to 96. Uh, I did not watch that game last night. I was watching the Sox. <laughs> uh, I was watching. The- what was I watching? I, oh, I was watching the Bruins. I was watching the Bruins last night. Everybody was playing last <laughs> night. Everybody was playing at seven last night. Yeah, I know. Like, just couldn't. I just decided just to watch the Sox. But anyways, uh, they play the Knicks tonight, who are also 25 and 26. We are eighth seeded in the East. Uh, Kemba and Fournier are out tonight. What are we thinking for the rest of the season? What do we think is going to happen? 
Um, eighth in the East. I think this game tonight without Kemba and Fournier will say a lot about um, Marcus Smart, and it'll say a lot about Robert Williams, especially having to play against Joel Embiid last night. He'll probably be on um, maybe Julius Randle tonight. I don't know. It, Julius Randle is going to be a tough person to guard tonight, uh, depending on who's going to be guarding him. If Rob Williams is playing, right? Which yeah, uh, he is. Yeah, I believe. I think I think it is just Kemba and Fournier out tonight. Yeah, it is, and the Knicks don't have anybody out tonight, meaning that Mitchell Robinson is also going to be playing, so we'll probably have Rob Will on him. So, yeah, um, I think tonight, uh, tonight's like the rest of our season. I think if we pick up a dub tonight, we got a shot of snagging maybe a six or a five seed in the playoffs. If we lose tonight, maybe an eighth seed. We'll, we'll probably be in play-in weekend, uh, that one game play-in. Um I don't I don't really see us making that big of a push to get into the upper seeds though. Uh yeah, I don't either, but also like everything under the third seed is like within four games of each other. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, like, like why- it, it really just depends. Like we can start a run tonight and if, go on yeah. and win like five, six games in a row, and we could be like Where fourth the seed. third. Yeah, third or fourth seed. I mean, like, yeah, anything's really doable, but I really think it all depends on how we play the Knicks tonight. Yeah, this is going to be tough without Kemba and Fournier. I know they decided that tonight was going to be uh, the night that Kemba sits out because he doesn't play back-to-backs. Yeah, which I I don't really 100% agree with. Uh, Let's be honest, we all knew we were going to get shit on by the 76ers. I don't don't think Kemba should have played last night. I think he should have played tonight, and we should have started a little run tonight. We should have had Yeah, If Fournier doesn't play tonight, that's fine. Um, Fournier is playing for whatever reason. I didn't watch the game last night, so I don't know if he got hurt, but I think it said he was day to day. Um, but yeah, no, it was I, like soreness or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't fully agree with that decision to play Kemba last night, just because we're levels behind the 76ers right now. And we're right there with the Knicks right now, uh, to get that seven seed or a seed. So I don't know. I really think we should have gone full guns blazing against the Knicks and then started to like try to maybe even make a little run because then after that we got the T Wolves, then we got a tough game with the Nuggets, and then we got the Trailblazers, who I think we're pre- I think we're evenly matched with the Blazers, even though they have a better r- record than us. Then we got Lakers, Warriors, Bulls, Suns, and, and then we finish out with a decently easy schedule. Uh, well, we got the Nets, of course, who are gonna probably kill us. Um, but then we got Hornets, Thunder, Hornets, Spurs. I think all of those can be wins, and I think we can pick up a big, a good amount of wins on that West Coast streak that we have. Um, and then I don't know, like that's gonna, we'll see where that takes us. We'll see what seed that is. But the way that this is looking, if we played Kemba tonight, that's a dub. I really think it's a dub. I think we still win tonight, anyways. So let's hope so, because then I won't I be as too. bad. And then we'll, we should beat the T Wolves on Friday. Uh, we'll have a. I'd say we only have three more tough games throughout the season, maybe four. That's that's what I'm saying. After the list, after the rest of the schedule that you listed off, like there's only a few tough games left, and all those games are very much winnable. Even the yeah. tough games are winnable. I mean, we've seen Denver go down, we've seen the Nets go down. Uh-huh. So I mean, like we can, like I mean, when we're playing 100%, we can keep up. I mean, I don't know too much about the nets because just who they have i know um harden's gonna be out for a while katie's returning after 26 games tonight i think um and Kyrie's still playing so 
Well, we're playing them on the 23rd of this yeah, month. Yeah, so there's a while and, to go. And the se- the season ends on the 30th. I don't I don't see all all of their guys playing 7 games before the playoffs. Or oh, 7 days not. before the playoffs. I don't I think we won't be facing a full strength Nets squad and I think that the Nets will be facing a full strength Celtics squad because they need to. So, I don't know. That's it's a winnable game in my opinion. Yeah, I guess feed us the uh, the play-in tourney. <laughs> yeah, I think we'd get screwed in the play-in. I don't think we'd win. So we I probably would get screwed, and that would be something that would happen to us, like literally for no reason. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the Celtics. I'd say at this point, just fight for a nice little pick. There's a lot of good players in this draft right now. Uh, I don't want to tank. I obviously want to make the playoffs, but if we're not going to make the playoffs. At least go get someone in the draft, you know. That's gonna. Oh yeah, I like that. Just it's just so annoying at the same time because like you literally just made Eastern Conference Finals run, and then this happens, and it's like like, I don't. I mean, like from like from like a viewer stand from like a viewer standpoint. I mean, we don't like. I mean, we have regular season everything else left, and like the bees too, but it's like still. I don't know. The NBA playoffs is something I like look forward to, like to watch the Celtics. Wow, specifically, <laughs> but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, moving on from Celtics talk, we got our locks of the week. Uh, Will, you are eleven and twelve. I am twelve and eleven. Two games ahead of you. Will, do you want to give your uh, you want to give your lock up first? Uh, yeah, I got Jazz minus one and a half over the Suns. They're looking to win their sixth straight home game tonight, so I think they do that. Okay. Yeah, I like that pick. That would have been my lock if you didn't take it. Uh, so instead, I took Pacers minus two over the Timberwolves. Uh, I feel like the Pacers kind of need this game. Uh, and I feel like they're a lot better than the Timberwolves. They have a few kids out. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, minus two, short spread, pretty much money line. I got the Pacers. Yeah, I was kind of just going for like all the spreads. I think these are the only two games that were like close to money. Close line. spreads. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything else was either seven or higher. Like even the Nets game was like, I think it was like 11. And they were playing like a decent I team. I know. And yeah, I saw that. I think they're, no, they're not playing the Hornets because the Hornets are playing the Spurs tonight. They're either playing the Spurs or the Thunder tonight and they're minus. They're playing like the Spurs for the millionth time this season. No, the Spurs are playing the Nuggets. They're playing the Thunder. Hornets are playing the Thunder. Um, the Nets are playing the Pelicans, and it's minus nine. That's still a lot. Oh, oh, actually, no. The Pelicans have well, yeah. The Pelicans have a lot of players out tonight. Yeah, pretty much got, everyone who like oh, yeah, who shot like literally lights out when they played us. Brandon Ingram's out. Josh Hart's out. Nikhil Alexander Walker's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so got they got some guys. guys. That would be a tough game to pick. Um. But, yeah, that's going to wrap up uh, our quick NBA section. Moving on over the weekend, uh, we obviously did not have an episode on Tuesday. uh, Mm -hmm. So this is our only episode of the week. But over the weekend, we had the Women's National Championship and Final Four and the Men's Final Four National Championship. um, And Stanford won in the Women's. Shout out Anna Wilson, Russell Wilson's sister. And Mm -hmm. Baylor won the Men's – Baylor won – the men's national championship as me and will both called it um so a little rundown of our brackets um i won our personal one just me against you yep. um 
I also won a big money or I got second place in a big money one that I'm not in with you. And then I got first place in a small money one. And then you, you got first place in a big, big money one. Yeah. I got first place in the big, big money one. The one yeah, with like so. 50 of us, 50 of our friends, which was insane. I was in like 30th place after the second round. And like, there was just no way. Cause I was like down from like mm-hmm. the Baylor, like the bunch of the Baylor teams that are ahead of me, like, people who picked Baylor were like doing good. And then somehow I think yes. I had like, I had like a somewhat perfect elite eight, a perfect final four and then a perfect final. And I believe my score was close too. I forget Maybe. what it was, but it was pretty close. So I was pretty hyped about that. Cause I kind of picked the high scoring game. Yeah. So uh, I was in third place entering the national championship and in all of my brackets, I had Baylor except for <laughs> our big, big money one. So I, I guess I kind of gave the the big money to Will because uh, I don't know why. I guess I was kind of just trying to play it safe, um, but kind of a dumb move seeing that I've been riding Baylor literally all year and every single one of my uh, brackets had Baylor except for the one. But, I mean, hey, at least you won it instead of it, one of the other 48 people that could have won it. It was a logical decision, though, like if you think about it, because if you have ba- – like. I feel like if you're in multiple bracket leagues, picking the same winner is like not yeah, as effective. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to pick Baylor in every single bracket. I kind of just wish I did it in a different one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that game, I just wanted like a quick rundown of that game. That game yeah. was insane. That was nothing like what I expected to happen at all. That's No, before the game, before the game, that's exactly what I expected to happen. Uh, and like after like I, um, I was thinking I was thinking that Baylor was going to win because of what UCLA did to Gonzaga. I was like, OK, yeah, they're probably it's probably going to be like a close game and they're going to but like Baylor is going to look much better than Gonzaga will. I just didn't think they were going to catch fire that early and literally just not have a single like they didn't touch them at all. once. I, I I've been saying it and I said it before um, when Baylor was supposed to play Gonzaga before they got COVID early in the season. I was, it was supposed to be like the most anticipated matchup. I said, Baylor's going to run them right out of the gym. And that's literally exactly what they did. They played at their pace literally the whole game. Um, it was it was just genuinely insane. I didn't even know Jared Butler was a, was a guard. I thought yeah, he was he, like a – I thought he was like forward. a center. Yeah, I thought he was like a big man because, I mean, he's the defensive player of the year. Yeah, it was like he's nuts. And – what I thought was like the most impressive part was that every time Gonzaga came down and like handed them like a hit, they just took it and did it to the back just, to them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like back to Jared Butler, like I think it's crazy that I didn't notice that he was a forward all year because I've literally watched so many Baylor games, like during the regular season too. Like I've been on Baylor. I, I was on Baylor in Illinois at the beginning of the season. I liked Illinois a lot. I liked Baylor a lot. And then after the first two games, I was like, Baylor's my team. Been watching them all year. And then just randomly in the national championship, uh, Jared Butler just turns into like a dribble god. Like he's just like breaking ankles, like dribbling past yeah. everybody. Like I just, I, I hadn't seen that at all. And then, I mean, yeah. they have guards, yeah. they have Teague, they have him, and then they have Davian Mitchell. And they just like, they could not be stopped that night. Their ISO game was actually insane. Like they were deep in the ISO bag. Like, they ran all the night. they ran the pick and roll every single time, and they ran it to perfection. And it always ended in a floater from their whatever guard wanted to do the pick and roll. 
and, and, and their offensive boarding, their offensive boarding technique yes. off the pick and roll was insane because off the screen, he, like uh, whoever was setting the screen just sealed off the defender yeah. right away. So all they had to do was have someone else come into the paint and then yeah, they have literally an open board. board. And every single time they ran that as well, they'd force into double because they literally ran it every single play and it worked every single play. Every time they came into double, they had an easy three ball and I don't think they missed a single one. Of those, yeah, it was it was insane. Yeah, like it, they could not be stopped. Whoever, like I literally, I think an NBA team could have came in and played them. I don't think anybody was beating Baylor on Monday night. I don't think a single team like, like I, they just I, you could have brought so bad. You could have brought the thirteen best like college players like in the nation. I think Baylor beats them. Like I like they played so much better than anything I've ever seen in a national championship. The strategy that Baylor brought into the game was just like, and Gonzaga came out so flat, like literally so flat. Like I've never uh, seen a team that like that flat to start a game. Like they literally just. Suggs got two fouls early. Suggs got two fouls early. He had to be taken out. And then Timmy was in foul trouble. Timmy looked like fucking awful. He was awful. Terrible. Yeah. Like I thought he was going to demolish them in the paint. And then obviously the Baylor, the Baylor big men got into foul trouble. Like but like as a, as a group, it was considered early and then vital came in and just took over. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. He looked like Glenn Davis out there. I don't (laughs) know. I don't know where he came from. Cause I've not seen him Literally, like, at all this year, Matthew Meyer. I just want to say shout out Matthew Meyer. Absolute, like, shooter for Baylor. Yeah. When, um, because, like, I knew Baylor was good, and then I watched, um, like, their, like, the tour, like, the, uh, the tournaments before, and I saw yeah. Vital come in. He had, like, a face mask on, like, to protect, like, like, not like an actual, like, COVID mask, but, like, to protect, like, just his like eyes. A, that's awesome. Yeah, and he like started just catching oops left and right and literally like throwing players around. I was like, holy shit, who is this like menace? Yeah, on the board yeah, right yeah. Now? yeah, he was insane. He was insane. Like literally he'd come in like just randomly, but like who knew he was just gonna be like what they needed in the national championship to keep the momentum. Same with uh yeah. Flo Thamba. We know he's nasty. Flo Thamba. He's nasty. We know he's nasty. He was in foul trouble in the second half through a lot of it, and that's when Vital came in and like that was just an incredible like substitution. Like you could just run like both of them being subbed in and out. And like Flo Thamba was like kind of like the tall, lengthy guy that c- can run down the court. And then Vital would come in. And I don't even think Vital's like listed at forward or like I think he's actually yeah, he's yeah, listed at guard. Too. He's Mark Vital's listed at guard, but he came <laughs> in and he just he guarded Timmy. Like he guarded their best big man. He's six foot five. Like guard. Six foot five, two hundred and fifty pounds. He, <laughs> yeah, he is nasty. I I don't think any of their guards are actually guard because Jared Butler. I swear, Jared Butler was guarding big men throughout literally the whole season. Because Davian Mitchell, <laughs> I think this is why Davian Mitchell and Michelle Teague. It was a, it was a setup. Those are the guards. Those are the guards, and then you have Thaba. And then Jonathan, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's like Chamwa Chachawa. Oh, um, yeah. He's nasty. Those are their two big men. And then at the three, they'll run a guard, but that guard will probably be their center, like Jared Butler or, uh, like we said, Vital. Like, 
their their six five guys literally look like they're seven feet tall when they play. And they because yeah, no, they play good defense. Nuts. All of their guards play good defense. And then sometimes they'll just have that white kid, Matthew Meyer, come out there and he will just absolutely unleash three balls from wherever he gets the ball. I don't is think he ball? dribbled. I don't think he dribbled once. He has a mullet. Yeah, I was gonna say, is that yeah. the mullet? Is that the mullet kid? Yeah, yeah, that's the <laughs> mullet kid. He's like insane. He didn't miss. He'll just like I don't think he dribbled once. He just like was steady shooting threes and like did not miss. Nobody on Baylor missed. Like, if you ask me, I know obviously they didn't shoot 100%, but I watched the whole game through and through. I don't think – I don't remember Baylor missing a single shot. Yeah, that was literally insane. Also, um, I noticed right off the bat um, from watching, I think from, like, the Elite Eight until the Final Four, Timmy didn't shave to that, like, huge stash that he has. He shaved before the National Championship game. I was like, oh, it's over if they lost. I didn't even notice that. He shaved, like, a little bit. He like, like no, he just cut it all because he had his beard blending in with the mustache. Oh, and then he just yeah, shaved and then he the shaved, beard part and kept the, the mustache. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so I was like, out, oh, they're done, dumbass. That's like, literally, like everybody like knows you don't one. shave until you lose. Yeah. Um. So honestly, that's all I have for the national championship. You got anything else? Yeah. No, I think that's it. Yeah. No, it was so it was uh, a hell of a game. It was a hell of a game. It was a hell of a tournament. It was also a hell of a season as we are finally wrapping up uh, Inside the Five's first coverage of uh, NCAA basketball. Uh, Great run. Uh, We will be back um, talking about college basketball when it comes draft time, I guess, um, which is sooner than we think it's April, which blows my mind as well. Um, also, happy Easter. I totally forgot to say that. We have not seen you guys since Easter. Um, but <laughs> let's move on to NHL power rankings. Um, so just like the NBA, we only have a month left in the season. Um, so these power rankings are starting to get nitty gritty. Um, um, also, um, we also got another surprise back to back. Shut up. We got another surprise. They're adding in the biggest trade deadline move point whatever they want to call it for every single team um i also wanted just to give awesome just wanted to see what the bruins are looking like okay they won last night they're fourth in the east okay i just wanted to see i have i've been keeping up with the bees yeah you know, like a week uh, or so. i want to give i want to give a shout out uh as will usually does to our mr consistence uh the sabers staying at 31 the ducks staying at 30 and the Senators staying at 29. Uh, the Senators are back. I kind of miss them being in the 30s, though. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. They're kind of. They might be just sticking there. Yeah, and don't forget about the Red Wings because they're still at 28. <laughs> they are still oh, yeah. at 28. Can't so, forget about the Red Wings. We now have four Mr. Consistents, just like our bottom four, are just steady there. Um, but our top five is all over the place. Our top six. Our top six is all over the place, if we're being honest with you. Yeah, we're yeah, um, we're everywhere. Yeah, if you want to kick us off at number one, we have a lot of changes here in the top six. Um, at number one was the Avalanche. They were number four last week. Um, as I think we said last week, that they were on a huge run. They were playing really good yeah. hockey. So I think it only Very makes well. sense. They continued that obviously through into la- into this week. Um, what is there? What does it say that they need? They 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 said literally nothing about what they need to do, but like they were ranked four. That doesn't make any sense. 
Yeah, no, they didn't say shit about it. Uh, Philip Grabauer, uh, they're one injury, injury away, away from, from disaster. disaster. That's Jeez. terrible. Yeah, that's awful. Uh, so, I mean, I guess they're just talking about their goalie. The biggest trade deadline sticking point. Okay, I mean, like, I don't... I guess There's, maybe they no wanted them to go get point. a goalie. Maybe they wanted them to go get a goalie. Yeah, I don't know. That was a weird take from them at ESPN for that one. All right, yeah. Well, at number two, we have a big jumper from seven to two. We have the Florida Panthers, which is actually honestly a huge surprise for me. I don't know about you. Um, but, I mean, hey, they're contending uh, way ahead of our expectations. Um, I honestly, like, I don't even know what to say. The Florida Panthers, like, why are you here? Like, Yeah, I didn't expect them to make this jump from seven. This is like an odd power ranking so far. Like, what is going on? Yeah, and I mean, so when is the trade deadline? When's the NHL trade deadline? Um, I'm assuming because there's a month left, maybe next week or the following week. It's got to be soon. NHL trade deadline, April 12th at 3 p.m. So that's next week. Yep. So um, Florida could involve goalie Chris Dridger as part of a trade. Um, but if the return isn't great, he is worth keeping for the stretch uh, of a run uh, through the Stanley Cup playoffs. So let's see what they like, do. They may include him in a little trade piece, but if not, might as well keep him alongside there and make a little run. Yeah, it looks like goalies are on the move. That's goalies, literally yeah. first two first two teams look like goalies are on the move. Goalie what issues is for the on? top two. Um, third Previously ranked five, the Washington Capitals. Um, shout looks out like they, shout out Chris. Uh, you guys need a defenseman. You really bad. fucking do. Really I mean, bad. Yeah, they need a defenseman. Uh, they need to get that trade going. Um, but they got they got some salary issues too, so that yes, should be do. interesting. Uh, they got Boston not at the. They got Boston Thursday. Yep. So and Boston. Yeah, they got Boston Thursday. Uh, they have Boston also. I want to say Sunday, and yep. then the next the next Sunday they also have Boston, which I might be attending. So I'll definitely wow. let you guys know if I'm attending. Will might be attending too. Um, oh wow! So so yeah, Will doesn't know about that. I don't uh, know about that. Yeah, so we'll let you know. Um, moving on to number four, we are flying through these power rankings. Uh, we got the Carolina Hurricanes. Like, what'd you expect? They dropped down a little bit from two to four. Uh, their points percentage is higher than every single t- other team. Oh, except for the um, number one seeded uh, Colorado Avalanche. So, all right, they should be number two in my book uh, for doing strictly based off points percentage. Um, but the, honestly, one of my favorite parts about the Carolina Hurricanes is they have so much cap space. They could legitimately go for literally anybody. Uh, and hey, why not just do it? Um, they're looking for a defenseman, uh, especially they would be looking for a right shooting defenseman, um, which would just be even better for the Carolina Hurricanes down there in uh, North shooters. Carolina. They really do. Um, they could be a part of a first round pick, or they could part with a first round pick or any recent draftees. Um, but the 2020 first rounder, Seth Jarvis, would be a sticking point. There's there's yeah. our first sticking point. Sticking point. That's like I just, I just want to say, Will, if you can click on the hyperlink for Seth Jarvis, 
yeah, first sure. off, first off, he's younger than you. But it's okay, Will, because this man is so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> he, wait, what? Is he drafted? He's 18. He was first-round draft pick last year. Yeah. What is his, well, does he got anything? Like, do they got anything on him? Oh, yeah, wait, they literally have nothing on him. He has nothing. He's Yeah, he's done nothing. The, why do they have a hyperlink for him? But, like, every time we look at anyone else's, like, who should be hyperlinked, they're, like, this hyperlink did nothing, and all they did was yeah, show Yeah, that didn't help. Like, but, yeah, like I could have looked him up and got the same is. thing. Yeah, that was, like, an April Fool's joke. It's, like, here's, like, a hyperlink for the first time ever. I'm going to show you the ugliest person in professional hockey. <laughs> like, like, there's, like, like, next we have the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, they're fifth. They were previously ranked third. So, a decent drop, I would say. But there's no hyperlinks for anybody here. I mean, the general not manager is probably person. not going to have a hyperlink. No. But, like, even, like, looking down. But continuing, um, they need a, tr- a trade is unlikely. Not they need a trade. The trade is unlikely. They don't have cap yeah, space. Yeah, due to cap space, yeah. Um, they also just won the Stanley Cup. So, I mean, they'll probably figure it out. They did. Like, I saw it. So, yeah, I mean, it. Like it's the lightning. I can't really, there's not a whole lot about them. They just stink some days and they're good others. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents Cool Sheets from AHA to Lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Oh, wow. Great rundown uh, by <laughs> IT5 Will there. Uh, <laughs> The yeah, Tampa Bay line, yeah, they the Tampa, just stink some days. And yeah, really good others. Yeah, the Tampa Bay runs over. It was a one-year thing. No, it it, it definitely was a one-year thing. Um, we don't expect them to do much else. Um, it was a great run. Good job, guys. Yeah, honestly, what a great run. I mean, the Red Sox are ending the second part of the run too right now. So, yeah, top of the ninth, up nine to two, getting ready uh, to full sweep. Yeah. That which is just awesome because the Red Sox will be three and three. Um, but to finish up our top five plus one, uh, at number six, we have the Vegas Golden Knights, who last week were at number one, so a big, big, big jump. Um, and really, all it comes down to around the trade deadline is salary cap 
for our Golden Knights. Um, and Vegas really doesn't have any wriggle room right now. Uh, the Golden Knights played one game last week in which they were forced to dress only 17 players because of cap constraints. And another game they only played with 16. So they are definitely, definitely, definitely struggling with their cap. The boys, the boys in Vegas are struggling, not what we like to see yeah. around here. They're spending too much money in Vegas. Um, uh, quick, I'll add a couple honorable mentions. Uh, the Maple Leafs, obviously, they're they well, not right now, but they are they're a top ten team in the league. But they were previously ranked nine, now seven, so they jumped up a little bit. But they were at the top five for a good portion of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and our Boston Bruins are at eleven, which I mean, it happens. It happens. It's the Lake Tahoe fallout. I mean, it it is what it is. We're still in the Lake Tahoe slump. We're looking to pick it back up though, moving up too. So. Oh, yeah, the Lake Tahoe slump, it lasts longer for some. Other, yeah, it like, lasts longer for some. Yeah, it just yeah, it is like, what it is. It doesn't last long for everybody, but for some time, for some teams, it does. It happens. Because um, like, We'll be look, back, though. Even though the Golden Knights were one and now six, but they won their Lake Tahoe game. I mean, they lost their Lake Tahoe game. So, that so they didn't get it. They, yeah, they, they didn't, get, they didn't it, yeah. get it as bad as we did. Right. And their game was um when they played in Lake Tahoe, it was like uh what do you call it? Postponed. Yeah, because they couldn't see. They had no idea what they were doing. They weren't even actually playing, they were just skating. Yeah, so like honestly they <laughs> they don't count. They really don't count, but we do. Yeah, like we, we don't count. get that out of yeah, don't get that out of your head. Like we are in a it. Lake Tahoe slump. It happens to everybody that wins at Lake Tahoe when the game doesn't get postponed. <laughs> Um, and the skating conditions aren't as good as the other game. Like, that's just what happens. Yeah, 100%. Um, moving on, puck culture, pick of the night before we head out of the NHL. Uh, we have the Knights' money line tonight over the Blues. Um, we like them a lot, obviously, even though the power rankings have other things to say. And then the Avalanche Wild game under five and a half goals. So, shout out, go puck Knights culture. and bet the under. And shout if out, if you puck want culture. to. And shout out, puck culture. All right, moving on Yeah, to our beloved golf section. Everybody knows what's starting tomorrow uh, at the time of this recording. It'll already be day two by the time you guys are hearing this. The Masters are here. Augusta is lit up with stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, am I excited. Um, Jordan Spieth, uh, before back. we get into the Masters, he won his first tournament in maybe like three or four years. Um, which yeah, is just insane. Yeah, I remember when Jordan Spieth was on a tear. Uh, I was like our freshman year of high school, and I was like in need of new golf shoes, so I like got the Spieth's golf shoes. I still nice actually wear shoes. them. They are really nice golf shoes. But I think ever start ever since I started wearing them, I don't think he's won a single tournament. I think he, I think he won this one because he heard you say that you wanted to get new ones. <laughs> that, and I thought was I was like, getting new ones. Yeah. Yeah. So now you can't. He was like perfect, but I'm coming out with the speed fours. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, like, won the Valero Texas Open, and we're coming out yeah, with some yeah, new speeds. Yeah, now I might have to go buy myself some new speeds. I don't know. I'm thinking about changing my my brands uh, for my golf shoes. Uh, as I said, speed. I was on my Under Armour Johns. Um, I th- I'm thinking I might make the move to Nike. Those new Nike ones are really catching my eye. The two seventies, no, Is not it? even. No, there's all oh, the there's, other ones. Oh, I know which ones you're talking. Yeah, about. they are. Which ones are sick? 
I'm gonna send you a picture. I think I have a screenshot already. Oh yeah, I I'm, do. I'm sticking with uh I rock Puma. Puma's, You're sticking Puma? Yeah, I'm sticking with my Puma. I just sent you a picture of those. Yeah, ones. I like those a lot. I thought about getting those. Not the I might the get them color. in all I know, I might get them in all white. Yeah, I like the all the all white ones were, were really clean. Even the color ones, like the this these ones that you sent me were like blue. They have like orange ones. Those are cool. I like those ones. Yeah, the ones with like the orange heel. Yeah. Yeah, I That's, like those. They they have Nike does like a lot. They have like interesting like designs for their golf shoes. I don't like get it. <laughs> like their designs like every year are either super like simple. Like they literally went from like the yeah. Roche runs to like those. I don't know how. Like, they, yeah, like, I don't I like, don't I, understand. Nike's yeah. mad weird, bro. Like Nike's yeah. just weird. But I mean, hey, let's let's get to Masters talk. Masters. Um everything is shaken up from the last time yeah. i would say um i like i took uh there's a link there um that yep. has everyone's odds, the odds and some and some stuff to say but i mean i don't really think that's as important as the odds we're betting on lanto griffin he's 200 to one let's go for it um <laughs> why not anyone can win the masters here um, is there any chance DJ? I can bet ian woosman to not get last place because i just love that name and he's literally like not only is he last, but he's four thousand to one, and the guy in front of him is only two thousand five hundred to one. That's one thousand five hundred like ahead. Like, he must that's... have. He must have just like got out of what's it called, Q school. <laughs> like he, like he must be like he's got to be like rookie of the he's, year. He's from Wales, <laughs> so he knows Gareth Bale. Oh, um, so he's good at golf. He's really good. At oh golf. wait. No, well, 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 well. Um, he's oh my gosh, how old is he? He was born in 1958. What? Um, and he's like kind of chubby. Um, <laughs> hey, what? He's five no, foot four. He's he's five foot four, 63 years old, and 168 oh. pounds. Um, oh. he definitely did not just get out of Q school. Oh my god, he won the Masters in 1991. Oh my god, I'm betting on him. Oh, this so is his farewell there. tour. He is oh, so he can't be the first. He can't be the first one out. Not he, only has he been there, Will, he has conquered Augusta. Like he literally won. He and had, they're down. He doubting was at the him. dinner. He was at the dinner last night and had pigs in a blanket. <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out, DJ. <laughs> it, it literally like they are doubting him so hard right now. Like they have him so far last. Like he I literally won the bad. Masters. I kind of feel bad because if you like look at all, like he's literally an outlier at the bottom. He, he, he won the Masters thirty years ago, <laughs> <laughs> and he's well, he's five foot four. He's literally five foot four, which you don't need to be tall and. In golf, obviously. Yeah, it but like, doesn't matter. But like five foot four, and you're sixty three years old. I don't that, think like. That, I don't think that's gonna generate a lot of power. Yeah, they're sleeping on him. You don't need power at Augusta. You need finesse. That is a finesse that's course. Facts. So that they're sleeping facts. on heavy. Yeah. So um, whoever put D- Bryson DeChambeau eleven to one, you should just replace him with our guy Ian Woosman. <laughs> like. These odds, okay. So Dustin Johnson obviously fared because he won like not even like a year ago. Like, yeah, he won like, in, like five, October, like four months ago, five yeah. five months ago, and uh, Speed is second because he won. So that makes a lot of sense. He won last weekend. He's hot. He's been hot for literally almost the whole month. So he's up there. 
obviously Justin Thomas. He won, I think, like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So pretty much anyone who has recently won. Um, standing out from, what was it, in November? Um, Rory is 14-1. to 1. Rory was not even – Rory's in the top 25. He's now in the top 10. Rory on a tear. Uh, I was going to say, I kind of like, I kinda like Rory to sneak in. I like Rory to I sneak in, just win the Masters, just because he can. I feel like this is like built for him right now. I feel like everything's adding up for Roy McIlroy to just sneak in and just absolutely tear the Masters. I I was just gonna say I think he he I think he's a good uh, good like I don't want to say yeah I don't want to say Rory's a sneaker pick because it's I, Rory. I, I, yeah, Did I, I still just say think... sneaker. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I don't want to say Rory's a sleeper pick because he's Rory McIlroy, but the way he's been playing, like, I think I could classify him as that, and I think Rory could really just sneak in and just tear Do some damage tear it up. Yeah, like, I don't... I, I said I said uh, in November that Tony Finau could be a low-key player. I remember that. Player. I remember that. And, and he played very he, like, well. He played very well. He's moved up, I believe, since November. I still think he is a sleeper here still. Yeah. I mean, um, there's still like a lot of players here that like who make good runs. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was about to say Webb Simpson. I think he led mm-hmm. after the first day. Um, you can't sleep on my boy Hideki Matsuyama either. Nope, that can't sleep on him. Insane. Paul Casey, Tommy Fleetwood. I mean, they might do some damage in in the first couple Jason, of days. Jason Day, Sergio Garcia, Bubba. Sergio Garcia, Bubba. I mean, Bubba. You got can the never new, doubt uh, Bubba. Bubba's got the new. Uh, New kicks for this weekend. Bubba, so. Bubba is so cool. You would think, like, if you don't know golf and I, you hear the name Bubba Watson, you picture a kid that's like five foot five, four hundred and eighty-seven pounds. But like, that's not all what Bubba Watson is. Bubba Watson, <laughs> I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you like maybe the best description of Bubba ever. Which, first off, I'm gonna make sure his real first name because there's just no way it's Bub- Bubba. Um, Gary. So Gary, my boy, Gary, uh, <laughs> Gary Bubba Watson. Um, I've never seen him wear a hat cause he always wears a visor, which is just maybe the best thing ever. He looks like John Lester in like his early years or maybe like a Chris sale. He looks like he doesn't even have skin. It's just bone. Um, he might be 87 pounds in six foot eight. Um, and he's just a man's man. Um, his driver has a pink shaft, which literally in my dreams, I think my driver has a pink shaft because that is just so awesome. He's starting at 10.06 a.m. because he doesn't want to wake up too early tomorrow. Um, he's honestly, everything's adding up for Bubba Watson to just win the Masters. Like, what was it? Um, literally during the FedEx Cup, him and his like, so they went out and they were doing like duos. So mm-hmm. literally him, like they were like out of it. They were, it was the BMW one where like it was so windy, like no one could hit the course at all. They yes. were literally joking around the whole time. Like they were actually like playing like me and you would play like, like who do you think is going to do better right now? And then like on this hole, <laughs> and then like they were literally just joking around the whole time. So like, like when he's Bubba. taking it serious, it's insane. He just like goes insane. Also, where's, okay. I was going to say, where's Phil? Well, I just didn't see Phil. He's a hundred to one. Okay, um, that's not bad. That's not bad. Who else is here? Um, yeah, I don't really think there's a whole lot. It's definitely going to be an exciting weekend. Um, no, it is. It's going to be a great weekend. 
I mean, I want DJ to win. That'd be sick if he goes back to back. I don't know if he will. No. Uh, you know what? Actually, I think he has a great chance to do it. I think he does have a good chance to do it. I mean, I mean, he is the favorite, but like he's still like nasty, nasty. I mean, I yeah. I think I think it's less predictable this this like now because we it's such a short span of time like whoever's been hot is going to stay hot probably uh-huh that's facts um dustin johnson also has been on the uh foreplay uh youtube like a mm-hmm. lot recently playing like he played lefty against the foreplay guys oh yeah i saw that stool. video and then today or last night they came out with video he only played a nine iron and he got a birdie um on a par five only using a nine iron what? <laughs> which was just insane and it's not like he like bladed his drive and like tried to make it go further he was just hitting it regular he was just hitting his nine iron like regular and he was about 340 yards out hit his three wood and it was like right next to the cup <laughs> what okay yep i'm gonna say literally put the house like on yeah like he's the best golfer in the world right now like i can't even lie like i'll, I'll probably be betting on uh dj Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like even Speed's a good bet. I, I think if like because when he gets hot, he gets hot. Like that's like you don't see that. So it like it's really an ego game. You know, it really is. Like if if a golfer comes out on first day and like he smokes a shot and starts like talking, if I see any golfer talking, I'm automatically betting on them. Yeah, it's if. If they're feeling it, then they're going to be feeling it. Because, like, during the Masters, it's, like, maybe the quietest tournament. Like, you could probably watch mute on the TV, and it would be the same thing. Nobody says a word. Answer. Yeah, There's no one says a single word. And one, one of the people in the top five – Um, one sec. Can you read the top five for me? Uh, Yeah. Let me go back. Actually, wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, So, you got DJ. Uh, Then you got J – oh, you don't have JT. Oh, my goodness. I have – an ad going right now. Yeah, I know. I so, just heard that too. It yeah. just blasted in my ear. I'm actually really upset about that. Yeah, so, loud. <laughs> so, so you got DJ at one, you have Jordan Spieth at two, then you got JT at three, Bryson at four, and John Ram or John Rom at five. One of those guys are going to be like 25th place because they're going to be in their own head. I can guarantee. Yeah. John Rom actually is a pretty good pick too. He's really I like good. John Rahm. He, he yeah, does good facts. in the big. He does good in the big, in the big tournaments. He does. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what happens this weekend. Um, I said we. I said we both put in our. Uh, we we should both take a pick, um, but they have to be in the middle of the batch. Okay, ready. I'm gonna make this rule right now. It has to be from 150 to one to 300 to one. Okay. And we both pick a guy, and whoever wins, whoever, they don't even have to win. They just have to do better than the other guy. So we're playing against each other. All right. 
Um, I just want to say, first off, I'm picking Kevin Na. <laughs> He's my guy. He's my ride or die. Sorry, Kevin Na. What, what was the um? Was it one one fifty to one to three hundred to one? So from Zach Johnson to Brian Gay, I've got Kevin Na. I'm gonna take. I just had him. Where is he? Take Hendrick Stenson. Okay, okay, okay. Henrik Stenson sounds like he should be playing for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that those are our guys going into this weekend. I'm Team Kevin Na. Your team, Henrik Stenson. Uh, it's it's going to be a battle. It's going to be an absolute battle. Um, and Will, I'm going to give this to you. Um, I'll give you. What what do you think is fair? Because my guy is 150 to one, and your guy is 250 to one. So what do you think is fair? Maybe like. Two strokes, yeah. I say two. So strokes. we'll have like a line between the two. So you'll be like Henrik Stenson. Like, well, I'll give you plus plus two and a half. So Kevin Na has to beat him by three strokes. Okay, that's that's something to that's, look forward to. Um, honestly, like I just thought of that on the spot, and I think that was, was one of good. The, the better ideas that I've had. That was that was podcast. a really good idea. Yeah. The new Masters effect on inside the five. We have a new Masters thing, which is always nice. We got to figure out. Uh, well, actually, that that's going to be it for the Masters. Um, I was just going to say, leading into the last thing, MLB. Um, we need to figure out something for the MLB. Uh, season oh, just started. I totally skipped the MLB section. That's honestly <laughs> perfect because the Sox just ended. They yeah. won. I believe it was. I did that on two. purpose. So they're actually now three and three, not two and three. Uh-huh. Um, they lost the first three games to the O's. The bullpen had their problems. Um, the bats were not active at all. Um, then they brought the hitting coach out, I believe, the first game against the Rays and said that we didn't swing at a pitch on like we didn't swing at the first pitch like the first three games. I was like, well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Why wouldn't, why, like, like you need to be swinging? Like, <laughs> that's the one thing I hate. But the Red Sox, some days we just don't decide to swing. We just like like yeah, watching, like try to get walked, but then you just watch three like eighty-five mile per hour fastballs go right down the middle because you know they aren't going to swing. Yeah, it's like what are they looking at? Um, well, we completely swept the Rays this season. What? Well, not this season. Not uh, this this, season. this series. This series. My bad. Which is a great, I would say, a great comeback to the start we had. Um, we had uh, walk off JD. We, all right, so we're three and three. We've had two yeah. series. We swept one team. We got swept by the other team. But the team that we played, I'm not going to say the name of the team. They're a very good team. Um, so hopefully you guys haven't watched it because you know goddamn well I'm just straight up lying. Because um, <laughs> in the AL East, I want to say we are now tied record-wise. No. All right, all right, wait, wait, wait. Hear me out. Hear me out, Will. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. The Orioles are the team that swept us, right? Yep. They are the best team in the AL East right now. They're three and two. Yeah. They're three and two, and they haven't played a game at home yet, and they're an away team. Um, we, they, we play them at home in two days. They they have opener. they have not beat the Yankees yet. <laughs> um, they're about to get swept by the Yankees tonight. Um, so hopefully if the Orioles win, then I can keep that going into our series against them. Um, but also the Red Sox just haven't had a day off since like the beginning of the season. Yeah. Even since like since like two, 
Yeah, actually, yeah, the day before the season was the last time we had a day off. Yeah, so well, well we had we had two days tired. off. We had the the last day of spring training, which we didn't have. We had, we played like a six inning game, and then the first game got canceled. Yeah, I know. So you know, it's but we're tired now. You know, we just played six days in a row. We're about to be playing nine days in a row. Uh, we're going to be a tired ball club. So if we lose to the Orioles twice, you know why. It's not because we're a bad team. It's just because we're tired. That's just what happens. Teams get tired. And the bullpen. The bullpen. Oh, well, is, yeah, no, the bullpen sucks. The bullpen is in bad shape right now. Um, no, the Evaldi, bullpen sucks. Evaldi pitched a great game today. Beautiful um, game. Seven we innings. Had, we had walk-off JD last night. Yep. Um, which was, was awesome. Which, which, which I wanted to talk about because a lot of people, so this is the first time we've seen the new rule, like really have a good effect. Uh-huh. And I wanted to see what you thought about the new rule of having someone on second base. All right. So um, from the business side, I love it mm-hmm. um, because it like as, as a sport management major in college, say I'm working for the Red Sox, right? And mm-hmm. we have a back-to-back, and we're selling tickets for that second leg of the back-to-back, and we go into a 25-inning game the night before. So three of our four best players can't play the next day because they just played 25 innings. That kind of sucks. So having someone at second yeah. base already in scoring position to start off an extra inning, it makes the game go a lot faster. Um, it makes the bullpen not – absolutely deteriorated because by the time you get into like a 17 inning game which happens more than you would think or like a 15 inning game that happens like very often in the MLB in my opinion um and those games drag on for a long time you use up a lot of your bullpen and most of the time you use up a lot of your starters for an inning or two that have to come in and then they're tired that screws up the whole rotation from a player side I could see why the players don't like it um, because they just played nine innings of regular baseball. Uh, they couldn't get the job done, neither side. They're building in just an absolutely beautiful game um, of absolutely equal baseball. And then you just put someone on second. It kind of makes you think like, damn, I'm not good enough to like win this game on my own. Yeah, I can see that. I think, I think it actually makes the game more strategic. You think like what? What if like you can just like put thinking, your fastest player on there? He steals third every time. I think it's last out. I believe. Is it last out? It's that last makes a lot out. Of sense. That makes because because Zunino was on second. I think um, the inning before we won. Okay. I mean, he ended up coming home because uh, they went up one before the bottom of yeah. what was it the twelfth, eleven? Or we won in the twelfth. We won in the twelfth. So yeah, it was the top of the twelfth. He was mm-hmm. on second. And I think the strategy standpoint comes from is being like a pitcher and like the man and, and from the manager standpoint, because now like, cause they walked um, Verdugo when we had a guy on second and third. So they put the bases loaded. Right. And then forced actually, wait, no, I lied there. We had, we had a guy on second first guy struck out Verdugo's up. We walked him so they could get a double play if they got a hit. Hmm. So that way the ending would end. And so I, think, I think we still yeah. ended up scoring a run that inning. But still, like, you have to think about stuff like that. Like, now there's someone on second base. The pitchers have to think, okay, well, I can't just go here and just throw whatever I want because there's like, no force there's no one on third. base. Yeah. yeah. There's no force and, like, a base hit ends it. 
a base yeah, a base hit a base hit is a run pretty much and and like the the pitcher that the Rays brought in he was a sidearm pitcher and threw wild like three out of the four last pitches he threw and literally that's how he won the game Jesus. yeah no it was but, so bad yeah I don't, I don't mind the extra innings uh makes the games go a lot by or go by a lot faster I messed that up twice um but yeah I mean it's just kind of interesting it's something that like people that don't like it they'll get used to it that's what always happens yeah they'll get used I, to it I think it made last night's game a lot, a lot better. And yeah, think I, about it like that game could have probably that game probably would have went to seventeen innings the way they were playing. I know. I was about to say that. Like, if um, if that game went to twelve innings, imagine how many innings it, it would have gone into if there wasn't a man at second base every inning. Because there was only like, I think, there was only one of the extra innings that we that was played. One of one of the half of the innings that either team played there was literally there was literally one double yeah like there was one double and, and we, the rest were we, all singles so like there was still be playing that game score. right now we would yeah. still be playing. no and, one would have gone to bed well hey i went to bed i can't even lie were yeah, you I up during that whole thing what time did the game end it ended i think like a little bit after midnight yeah so i i just want to say on the podcast at seven. i just want to say on the podcast I like well. I went to bed at like such a reasonable time, mm-hmm. and I've been having trouble sleeping, like staying asleep at night. I haven't slept a single night more than six hours in the past two and a half months. I am drained. I am like emotionally yeah. and physically just like not here, and I don't know what my problem is. So I thought last night I was like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get eleven hours of sleep. I go to bed right. Mm-hmm wake up i'm feeling great but i have my apple watch and it like it uh tracks it and it tracks it like very well and i slept four hours i was in bed for 11 i slept four i I, do guys i've never i've never i've never used my watch like while i sleep i always take it off i like to like know how i sleep (laughs) and then i noticed i noticed like three months ago i just wasn't sleeping that well so I've like tried switching up like a lot of things and nothing is helping me. So if you guys are like sleep experts, slide into the inside the five pod DM because Shoot I need an email. Yeah. Boy, do I need answers? Cause I am so tired at all times. That's all yeah. I have to say. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that wraps up the MLB slash the sleep section. Um, <laughs> And that's gonna wrap up the vid. The vid. Yep, it's a yep, it's a video. But see, I'm tired, guys. Uh, that's gonna wrap up the podcast. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, Will, you don't have anything, right? Um, no, I'm good. Okay. Uh, sorry for not being here on Tuesday. Um, but we were busy with our our Easter, uh, and traveling, uh, safely traveling. By the way, I just had to go from home to school. Um, on that Monday. <laughs> Um, but we will see you guys on Tuesday. Have a good weekend. Uh, hope you guys win on your bets in the masters. Cause me and will, we had a big week of betting last week and we don't plan to slow down. So we'll see you. Peace. Peace. Dress it up and make it real for me. <laughs> Whatever that fucking man. Yeah.
soda and stuff for Spend a day to get my mind blown Dress it up and go to NASA 200 miles on the dash Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet.